ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terramaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV damper with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talks Hey. All right. Awesome. That's Wes Miller, how are you, buddy? Myself and my co-driver slash mechanic to get this going. I think our race car. <laughs> but I think we finally got it. Well, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> no problem. Hey, um, everybody that, that that's checking in with us is wanting to know about the invitational race in Prim, Nevada. I mean, that's that and the reunion. We'll get into all of it, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to give everyone kind of a, a brief overview, the basically this is the 25th anniversary of the first Huevos video. So I wanted to do something kind of special this year. Start off with the idea of doing a reunion party. Also, I guess to preface this, I've had the idea of doing a a retrospective feature length documentary on the Huevos series. Um, so Craig, who's on here right now, we've been working hard on getting this together and getting the documentary going. So when we first started doing the Huevos videos, we were shooting 16 millimeter film and I still have all those negatives, a bunch of the old tapes and all the old hard drives. So we actually retransferred all of the 16 millimeter film so I have now all that footage that was in standard def, we've got it in 2K. So uh, it's really exciting. Can't wait to kind of get that going. So with that said, you know, we're working on this documentary and I had the idea that I wanted to do some sort of a reunion event for Huevos for the 25th anniversary, as well as then we could be doing interviews for the documentary. So that kind of spawned into what we've got going now which is basically we're doing a two-day event. It's going to be November 4th and 5th in Las Vegas. I guess the race is at Prim, but I just kind of call that Las Vegas. And um, it worked out really good. The SEMA trade show, it's a big automotive trade shows going on that whole week. 
So a lot of people are going to be here for that already. And then the works series is in town with their final race of the season out at Prim. So I talked to the guys from works and uh, we were kind of able to work things out. So Friday the 4th, we are doing the Huevos Pro Invitational in conjunction with works. And basically we're going to do a new format. It's going to be head to head races and we're going to be racing. Basically practice starts at 6 PM and then we'll have races from seven to eight 30. Um, I want it kind of a, a real tight format. We're going to have, uh, the races, we're going to have a stage with live bands as well as we'll have food vendors in a beer garden. So it'll be a real fun event. People can come out, bring your families, come watch racing, uh, or come out with your buddies. People are coming out, We've got people coming from all over the U S for this event, as well as, uh, like Matt Coulter's coming from the UK. I think there's a few people coming from England, Europe. Um, so I mean, we've got people coming from all over the place. And as far as the race itself with the Webos Pro, it's going to be kind of a similar format to like, say the Red Bull straight rhythm challenge where it's head to head races. So we're going to have 16 slots. Um, the top 14 time qualifiers will go directly into the brackets and then we'll have a LCQ that seeds the last two spots so that'll be your 16 guys we'll start with eight races that'll go down to four then two and then we'll have the battle for the uh for the championship of the Waveless pro um the course is going to be a mix of supercross motocross and endurocross so my goal is to make it where we're pitting the Top ATVMX guys versus the top GNCC guys versus the top works guys. And, you know, basically see <clears throat> what discipline comes out on top. You know, I'm really curious to kind of see how it all plays out because, um, you know, I think the MX guys are obviously going to be fast on that part. The uh, cross country guys should be fast through the Enduro cross. And then, you know, hopefully then the works guys are kind of good at all of it. So it's going to be really cool. We're live streaming it. Uh, so you'll be able to watch it as well, but obviously it's going to be better in person. We've got the majority of the top riders from every series. So Joel Hetrick's committed. Uh, Walker Fowler's committed. Uh, Bo Barron is committed. So, I mean, it's going to be a, a who's who of the sport and really can't wait for it. So just to be clear, on your um, open seats, you're taking recommendations or are, are the riders applying to get those spots? Yeah, so it's, it's an invitational event. Basically, if people are, I, I've reached out to most of the guys. If there are people that feel that they're qualified, they can um, like DM me on Instagram. Um, it's, I don't know what's showing up right now, but it's at West Miller 70. <clears throat> um, but yeah, you know, I, I want to keep the field pretty tight where it's really the best of the best. Uh, we have a limited time for, you know, with the format that we're doing as well as, you know, I, I just want to keep it as a very elite race. So the tops in, in every class, like I heard Bryson Neal's probably going to come. He's the current points leader in the XD one in in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody's going to end up coming. Um, 
Bryson is still kind of trying to figure out travel plans just because it's a long ways to come from the East Coast out to Vegas. But um, I, I think he'll end up coming. I also think that, uh, you know, we'll probably have Chad come. I just got off the phone with Nick Janusa a little bit earlier. I think he's going to hopefully be making it. I've been prodding him. The what? I've been, I've been prodding him. And I've been, ta- <laughs> yeah. I've been talking to Bryson, uh, Bryce Ford. I've been talking to him. Um, so- we got Hunter Hart. Bryce, the Ford brothers are coming. Uh, Max Lindquist. Um, Mike Sloan is actually going to be racing. Uh, I, I pretty much expect the majority of the works pros to be racing. So, you know, it's going to be a, a really awesome event. That That's pretty cool. You got some really good XC guys coming and some really good motocross guys. And then you always have, you know, Bo and Travis Damon. Uh, the, those two are going to be good. And then you, uh, Jacob Stevens, who's out here on the West coast, who was a motocross guy on the East coast. So yeah, you, you, you got a good slot there. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a very, it, it's a new format and uh, you know, I, I think my gut is that Joel's going to be tough to beat, but, but you never know, you know, and uh you know, I, I, in a race that's the way we're setting this up, like one mistake, and you might you might lose. So, I, right. I think it really it's going to be very interesting to see like who who ends up coming out on top. Because I'm going to make a very strong effort to make it where your top GNCC guys. It, it's not just going to be a straight up motocross race. So, I think that's going to really level the playing field as well as you know, when you're going through that enduro cross section, I, mean, I, I raced Terra cross back in the day and you'd go through the rocks and the logs and I, you never knew what the hell was going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, one little hang up and then there goes the race for you. So, um, I, I really think it could be anybody's race. And that's, what's going to be so cool about it is it's really going to be high intensity races, short and sweet. People are watching it. You're going to have a winner every five minutes and, you know, and then you'll have the event champion at the end of it. So it's, I think going to be a a very, very exciting format. Well, we're bringing our whole team out to uh, participate and help you any way we can, uh, because we want to give you as much coverage as we can, as, as we also can to get it out there because we want more and more people in the ATV industry to see people like yourself that are trying to grow the sport and huevos was such a big impact on people like my son who he doesn't get to participate, but he's still such a huge fan and he still watches your movies today with his kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely one of the things that's going to be really cool about this whole event. Um, a couple things that I also didn't mention is there's a 10,000 purse winner take all, uh, I'm working on some other prizes for some of the other uh, podium positions. So, you know, it, it, this is a big purse for an ATV race. There's not too many ATV races nowadays that pay 10 G's to the winner. Um, CST Tires has already come on board as a sponsor. Maxis is on board. Dirt Wheels um, obviously works racing. And there's a lot of other companies that, uh, we're still talking to, um, basically I've been working on sponsorship stuff all day today. Um, but the whole other aspect of this for, especially people that aren't local to say Southern California, Vegas, Arizona, where it's an easy drive, 
um, you really want to come here because you've got the race on Friday and then Saturday, we're going to be doing an invitational go-kart race um, with all the old Huevos riders. And then we have a legends dinner from five to seven um, where you can actually get tickets and uh, kind of rub shoulders and hang out with really kind of the legends of the sport. And then from seven to probably one, two in the morning, we're going to have a full on concert and Huevos reunion party. Nonpoint is going to be headlining that. Uh, and we are still booking some other bands right now, but as of right now, it's nonpoint breaking in a sequence and mug, and they're going to be playing a bunch of the songs that were in the Huevos videos, as well as you'll have all the riders there. Uh, I'm working on a whole bunch of different things that we're going to have going on throughout the night. So, I mean, this is going to be an ATV event to, to remember, and you definitely want to come. We've got the downtown grand as the host hotel. Um, basically if people want to come here, they can fly into Vegas, Uber taxi to the downtown grand. And then for the race on Friday, I'm offering a bus service to shuttle people out to prim. Um, so you can actually, uh, crack open a cold beer, hang out, relax in the bus ride out there. Go watch the races, get the bus ride back to your hotel. And then on Saturday, basically the dinner and the concert are all walking distance from the hotel. So you don't need a rental car. Um, you know, you'll be able to kind of do everything. I'm making this a as easy as possible for everyone to be able to hit all the events and just really have a, a really amazing experience. Well, we're we we are really looking forward to it, as you well know. Uh, my daughters helped me with the podcast and they've never experienced anything like this. So th that's kind of going to, you know, that's kind of blow their mind a little bit, seeing how all of this comes together for the race on Friday and then the reunion. And I'll get to explain to them who some of these people are and hopefully we'll get to talk to them and, uh, and get some good, good feedback from them. Yeah. I, one of the things I'm really looking forward to is seeing all of the old Huevos riders. Um, we're going to be announcing who's coming with that as well, but pretty much everyone I've talked to is coming to the event. So like Joe Bird, Doug Gus, Tim Farr, Shin Hit, Jeremy Shell, uh, Tavis Kane, Dana Creech, Jimmy Elza, um, Sean Cermini. I mean, kind of you name it. If they were in the Huevos videos, they're coming to this event and it's just going to be badass to have all of the icons of the Huevos series that were, you know, basically helped build this sport and maintain it through the 90s and the 2000s, 2010s. And then you're going to have the top riders there, too. So you're. Your Joel Hedricks and Walker Fowlers and you know guys that are the the top of the line right now. You know, hopefully Bryson Neal and and Chad Weenan. So uh, it, it's going to be an awesome mix. You know, when you've got uh, say you know Tim Farr, Doug Gus, um, we need to get Travis Spader out. Actually, you might be able to get a hold of him. <laughs> and uh, I, I I can I can I can get a hold yeah. of him. Yeah, I, I literally have a, about a 10 page list of people to contact and I've been trying to work my way through that. So if uh, anyone is watching this and I haven't hit you up yet, um, 
it's not that I've forgotten about you. I just, uh, I'm still working my way through the list, getting to you. And if any of the writers that are in the videos, I'm doing some special things for you guys. So definitely if I haven't talked to you, DM me. And, uh, that way I can, a lot of people, I don't have their cell phone numbers or their emails anymore. So it's been a little bit of a process kind of getting through, um, getting everybody's contacts. Well, send me a list and I will reach out to as many people as I can for you and, and help you any way I can to get this thing going because I'm, ex I'm super excited, Wes, because I didn't get to participate in your video time. I was too busy with my head down <laughs> ass up working. You, you know, I mean, you, you know who I work for and the things that were going on at that time, we were just yeah. busy, busy, busy. And we just didn't have any time for this stuff. And, um, we didn't get to enjoy it. Like today I will take the time and go spend and, 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 and talk to these people because they do mean such a lot to me, but people like my son who just, Flat loves the industry and, and uh, you know, still talks about Tim Farr and Doug Gust. And, and you know, uh, I hope you reach out to Doug Eichner, you know, and, and get him to go. He's yeah. kind of grumpy now, but, you know, still love him <laughs> I, to death. I think a lot of us are. <laughs> There's a lot of us are uh, grumpy old men now. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, I, I would love for uh, Eichner to be out here. I mean, pretty much I want anybody that was involved in the sport to come. So, you know, um we're welcome every, everybody with open arms. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really trying to pull out all the stops on this and make this uh, a really, really badass event. So, you know, I think one of the things that is going to be really cool too is yeah, I, I kind of noticed it even back in the day, um, like John Pellin did the legends race back in 2000. And uh, you know, there was riders like uh, Marty Hart and Jimmy White that, hated each other when they raced and they were far enough removed from that where they could kind of hang out and have fun and shoot the shit and, you know, um, enjoy kind of being together and reminisce about old times. And I think that's going to be a, the case with a lot of these guys is, you know, back when they were all racing, I mean, there, there were some pretty heated battles and heated rivalries and now kind of, uh, you can just look back at all of that and, and, uh, you know, do some bench racing and hang out and talk about all the old good times and old battles that everyone had together. That's so, so true. Hey, have you reached out to Corey Ellis to get him on board? Yeah, Corey, Corey's coming. Um, we, we actually, don't know what, yeah, that's not he, what I meant. Have you got him a spot to race? Because he's still I, really fast. I, I have a spot sitting for him, uh, We've been messaging back and forth today. One of the things I'm doing with all the riders is they, I ask them to send me a headshot and an action shot so we can start promoting that they're coming. And, uh, Corey sent me uh, a picture and headshot from looked like about 1990 or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's totally serious or not. I, I haven't gotten an, uh, an exact answer from him, but, um, yeah, I was giving him a hard time cause he keeps going out and beating up on all these young guys at, uh, some of the West coast races. And, you know, I'm like, well, I, I got a couple guys that you might have a hard time beating up on. Well, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him ride against those guys because he's still got skills. Uh, he's yeah. smoother. He's so smooth. He just like, he looks like he's on a Sunday cruise. 
um, nothing erratic. I really enjoy watching him ride and I don't get to see it very often. So it's, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, Corey's a hell of a rider and, uh, you know, I, I just saw some video of him at Glen Helen. I think it was last weekend. He looked like he was ripping. So, um, you know, and, and I think in in this format where you only got to go fast for two laps, I, I I think that's kind of a game changer. You know, like there's a lot of guys that can go fast for two laps. It's right. tough to go fast for you know half an hour or like at a works race for hour and a half or whatever. Um, you know, cause then you got to really be in shape and there's a lot of other things that come into play. I think this race is just a lot of it's going to come down to pure speed and there there's, so I, I really think there might be some upsets that happen at this race. You know, uh, I'm going to have to say it right now. I'm a West coast guy and, and I'm going to put some of my money on the West coast and say, uh, they're going to be hard pressed. If the, the track's technical enough to beat Bo Barron. I mean, we might have to do an arm wrestling contest for Bo too, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Bo is a freaking hell of a rider. I mean, that guy is like, he's just a straight up stud. So yeah. I mean, I, I think that when you combine both disciplines, which is basically what works racing is all about. I mean, Bo's been dominating works for what, like 12, 15 years 12, or something, yeah, like, something like that. Been a long time. Over a decade, like, you know, he's pretty much been the man. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really, really interesting to see what happens. Well, if if he clinches this year, it'll be his 10th title. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, about 10 years ago, it was pretty competitive because you had Frenchie and uh, Dustin Nelson yep. and then Creamer even raced a couple races that one year. And then uh, while well, Josh Frederick was obviously like, you know, yep. a stud. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Other than, you know, I know we talk about Corey because he still rides has any of the other older guys reached out and possibly wanted to ride or can you not let the cat out of the bag? Uh, I mean, I know I don't mind. Uh, Joe bird, I think has been contemplating a, a comeback for a little while. And he's probably the, out of the old dudes, he's the one that most recently kind of ran the nationals and stuff like that. Um, so I, we'll see how serious he is. I, I kind of recommended he just relax and, watch everybody ride, but, um, you know, he's, you know, he's on the mend right now. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know if you could come back from that injury that fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my, my recommendation was come and hang out and have fun, (laughs) but I I know like I would not want no part of being out there myself. So, um, I'm, I'm happy sitting in a a razor race in a car nowadays because, um, I don't think I would do the same on a, a quad anymore. <laughs> Have you found any of the old, old desert guys possibly if they come out like Wayne, you know, some of the guys that rode with you guys. <laughs> I, I should try to get Wayne out there. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, nah, I, I, I think, uh, you know, all, all the old desert guys that I, I used to race with, none of them are really racing quads anymore. So well, you need to get them to come to the party because, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think they'll come to the party. 
but uh, but yeah, as far as racing the event, I, I don't think so. But um, yeah, like like I said, with the the party and the concert, you know, I, I anticipate the majority of the guys that were in the videos to, to come. So I am um, I'm extending invites to everybody that I can get a hold of. So um, I I know Doug Gus still rides quite a bit. Doug could probably come compete at the the race and and do fine because he's a freak of nature. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know. I, I think he's been bit pretty busy uh, crop dusting <laughs> to to come out here and, and actually run the race. I reached out to him a couple of weeks ago because we never got to uh, tape a follow up show, uh-huh. and and uh, he said, "Hey, let me get unbusy." And, and we'll get it done. So um, I, I'm going to reach out to some, there's a couple of the guys that I can't seem to, to get their content that you've mentioned that are going to be there that I'll get to, that I'll get to talk to you face to face and maybe we can uh, work something out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to work with all the ATV media and, you know, podcasts and things like that. So, you know, hopefully anybody that's doing anything with the sport at this point can come and you know, talk to riders dirt wheels is going to be covering it um and then we're going to be do, doing interviews ourselves for the documentary that we're doing well if you need any help from anybody if you're down manpower like i said i'm going to bring my whole group we'll be more than glad to help you in any way shape or form whatever you need us to do because um i know that my people are super excited and want to make it go and want to make it big so if you need, uh, if you need that, you make sure to reach out to us and tag us and we'll take care of it. I see, yeah. I see Zach Decker wants to come and ride. He was 10th in the motocross. So I'm sure. I actually wrote you down on my list today, Zach. So, um, DM me and then we can talk about getting you out here. They're, they're coming, uh, out to race an event in Taft. Um, and I will actually be speaking to his father tomorrow. So I'll make okay. sure they get your information and get it taken care of. Okay. Yeah. I, any pro riders that are listening, if you're like top 10 pro in GNCC or ATV MX, um, you, you're pretty much invited, you know, or, and then obviously the top works guys too. Nice. So. Is there any other series that you're missing? I mean, if there's any international guys that want to come, you're more than welcome. I think that's going to be kind of difficult to get vehicles over here. And, you know, but if there are some top international guys that want to come, I'm, you know, definitely open to that. Um, I mean, outside of that, I, unless there's some series that I'm not aware of, I mean, it seems to me like the top three nowadays is basically ATVMX, GNCC and works. Yeah. I was just, I was just wondering, it probably wouldn't be a good idea to, to have any of the TT guys come, but there's some TT guys that, that can ride motocross too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely going to be a, a different type of course than TT. So, um, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, if there's someone that thinks that they can hang with the other guys, I'm, I'm open to hearing it. Well, I'll make sure that if any of those guys come through me or, um, if, uh, George Davis has anybody that wants to, to, to talk to you about it, I'll make sure that they reach out and you can, uh, explain the, 
situation to them. And you can, you can decide because it's, it's your, it, it, you're in charge of it. So we want to make sure yeah. that uh, we get the I best mean, of the best. Yeah. I want the, the best riders there. And, you know, but I also want to make sure that it's safe and everybody walks away from the event. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, want people getting in over their head, I guess, is my, would be my only concern. Right. Right. That, that that's a good thing to, to keep it that way and to, uh, regulate it. Um, anything special coming on that you're keeping a secret that, that we can look for any, any hints you could give us? Well, uh, one thing, everybody that's, uh, watching this right now, or if you listen to it later, I set up a special text um, like broadcast text service. So if you text Huevos to 949-799-0828, we will text you updates. And I'll be using that like during the event too, um, just letting you know when things are starting. So that that's definitely um, something I would recommend everybody that's going to be coming to the event or if you're interested in it. Uh, we'll be using that a lot. There's also a Facebook group called Huevos Years. I've been posting a lot in there. Um, and I have a lot of things in the works. I, I don't really want to, I don't like to announce things unless I know they're 100% and they're firm. So um, still kind of holding on to a, a, a couple ideas that I have that will probably make happen. Uh, we're, we're still talking to a few other bands. So I think there's gonna be some more bands that we end up announcing. So, you know, really, I think I anticipate there being new things being announced really all the way up to the event. Decker, I'll send you that phone number after we're done. They were asking for the phone number again. So okay. I'll yeah. So I can repeat that and then maybe he can put it in the um, caption for this, but it's 949-799-0828. And you just text huevos to that. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, so they'll once they get that number, use that number, they'll be able to get the link to get their tickets for the uh, the event or all the events. Yeah. So I've been uh, sending text messages out with the links for the tickets for all of the events. Uh, it's through C tickets. I think it's dot com. I, I need to look, look it up exactly. But um, the link is in some of the posts in the Huevos group on Facebook, um, as well as like I've posted it on my own Instagram, which is at Westmiller70. We also have a Huevos Years Instagram that's set up too that I haven't been posting to a whole lot yet, but I will be posting to more, especially leading into the event. Um, so basically, like if you look at at Huevos Years for Facebook and Instagram or at West Miller 70. Both of those will have information on the event plus the, uh, the Huevos group. And then we have the text messaging service that, that we have as well. So um, there we've got C tickets is handling the tickets for, for basically everything. And then um, 
the, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old. Um, but uh, yeah, so you can get the C tickets. We'll have that. And then um, any other, uh, well, so the, the other thing, the downtown grand is the host hotel and you can call in and tell them huevos years is like our group code. And we have a discounted rate for Friday and Saturday night. Um, I've been kind of having issues with them. I've asked them for just a straight up discount code. I know some people, when they call in, they're being told the rooms are sold out. There's not that big of a difference between just booking them straight on the website versus if you use the group rate. So if you're having an issue, you can just go ahead and book the room. Book them um, and they weren't that expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I think a regular rooms like 130 a night or something, yeah. um, which that's one of the things that's like so cool about this and why I've decided to do it in Vegas is really a round trip ticket from almost anywhere in the country. You should be able to get one for under 500 bucks. And a lot of them are like 200, 250. And then the hotel rooms are like a buck 30 a night. So it's not that expensive really to come from anywhere in the country and come check this out. And I think it's a unique enough event that uh, if you're into quads and you're into ATVs and you're, you're a fan of this sport, you're going to want to be here. That's pretty awesome stuff. And I agree. I think that everybody from the East amateur or uh, beginner, whatever it is, if you want to see some really great stuff, you need to come out and, and meet these people and see some of the history that, that made us who we are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think I mean, with the Huevo series alone, you've got a 12 year chunk of you know, some of the best years of this sport. So, and you know, you're going to have uh, the majority of those guys hanging out at this event. So, you know, I think between that and then having the Huevos Pro Invitational and having all the top current guys, this is a, a must, must attend event. Have you noticed uh, sales for the original movies uh, gone up or have you been uh, working with that at all? Um, <laughs> the phone is sitting on a rack full of DVDs <laughs> right now. Uh, that's, that's why I'm using to hold the phone, but yeah, so we have the box sets available, uh, bombsquadracing.com as well as a lot of the old merch. So we've got H bomb films, division four and bomb squad merch on there as well. So it's bombsquadracing.com. Uh, and you know, if you haven't seen our DVDs, you're missing one in your collection. I, I have the all of Huevos one through twelve, or yeah, one through twelve, as well as um, National Born Killers, which was that was kind of a documentary style that we did on the ATMX series in two thousand and six. Well, that that's pretty awesome, and I think that um, we need to get that contact information out there again for everybody because um, I believe that. Uh, everybody's going to want those CDs uh, to watch. I know that it's not as cool as streaming some of the stuff anymore. Uh, us white hairs, you know, don't mind putting a DVD in, but uh, some of the younger people are probably, what's that? How do you do that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been looking into um, different streaming options. It's just, uh, I think, 
as we get further along with the documentary, then we'll probably have more huevos things going on. But, um, you know, one of the things that's been really cool working on the documentary is going through all this old footage. There's so much stuff that didn't make it into the huevos movies um, that I plan on putting a ton onto my YouTube. So definitely, if you haven't been following my YouTube channel, um, I would recommend following that because in the next probably six months or so, I think you're going to see a ton of old huevos footage on there. And like I said, there's a, a lot that really was all left on the cutting room floor that we're going to be putting up there. Um, how much is Christie editorial involved with helping you make this all happen? Uh, Craig's a huge part of this. So he's got uh, an edit facility up in Burbank and I actually have an office set up there and that's where we have everything going. The guys that I'm working with on this, they actually did a documentary on Kyle Bush called Rowdy and, um, they did a limited, limited theatrical release with that. And I believe they just did a deal with Amazon prime. So, you know, we're, I'm not playing games with this. Like we've got big aspirations for it. I want to do a lim limited theatrical release and then you know, get it onto a, a major streaming service. So um, that's you know, one of the things I think is key with this whole event is really trying to build some momentum. And the more that we can show people, you know, hey, okay, the, the Huevos Facebook group, right, right now we're getting close to 10,000 people in it, you know, but if we can get that to, you know, 50,000 or something, then when we are pitching this documentary, I can show people, look, this is a sport that, you know, I think in the heyday of quads, we we're selling over 10 million quads a year. And, you know, there's millions of ATV enthusiasts that are in the United States and around the world. It's just really trying to capture them and and bring everybody back together as a, a, a group, you know, because I think you got people from the past that have kind of drifted away. It's, so I want to kind of pull them back in. And, you know, I, I think like one of the things that I see a lot is there's guys that are older, like, like you and I that have families now and, you know, they want their kids to see what they did back in the day and, you know, or even their kids, kids at this point with, with a lot of people. And so it, it, it's a really cool opportunity to be able to use this to pull the community back together and, you know, hopefully inject some enthusiasm into this sport and, you know, see where it goes from there. I totally agree. What you're doing is is opening it back up to grab the eye of the youth and get them excited about going out and riding their ATV again. Or, you know, they saw dad ride his ATV and now hey, dad, why don't we go do this? And um, it brings the family units back together. I, I think COVID did a bunch of that as well. You have more and more involvement in the recreational portion of the world that the, the, they revitalized a bunch of these old machines. People didn't go out and buy new, but they took their Banshee or their Blaster or their 300EX out and restored them 
and got him working again. Hey, Corey, how are you? And um, started making them all so that they could go to the desert again and, and go have a great time. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome stuff um, that you, that you're doing. And Corey, should, Corey, should I show them your photos? <laughs> you uh, should. Like I said, Corey had a pretty sweet uh, headshot and action shot. Oh. I don't know how easy it'd be for me to show it, but <laughs> let's see here. Well, you know, I don't even know if Corey's still paying attention, but, uh, you know, if it wasn't for, uh, there he is, he is. Um, if it wasn't for GBC, um, this podcast would be a lot rougher. And I, I always have to <laughs> shout them out because they do such a great job taking care of us. And, and I want to do everything I can to make sure that they get. Uh, All right. So, out. so there's your action shot of Corey Ellis. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you give us a year on that, Corey? I'm going to say it's got to be late 80s, early 90s. And then uh, I'm going to that's got to be late 80s. And then, yeah, it does that might be, he's on an 86 uh, LT. So, or at least I think that's an 86. Um, yeah, it's, it's got to be kind of old there. That's pre before. That he thinks 1990. That's before he raced Mickey's. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up the, his headshot here too because that was hilarious. Um, so uh, one thing that a, a lot of people might not realize is how long you and I have known each other, and how long I've known the Duncan family. Um, like I started racing three wheelers in '83. And I think your brother did my motor in, I believe it was 88 is when I started running Duncan. And, uh, and, and then I was friends with Marty Hart. And I, you know, I think there was kind of a time, at least on the West coast where Marty was like your guys top pro. And I kind of felt like I was maybe your top amateur on the West coast. And, you know, we would go do a lot of races and, um, I would get hand-me-downs from Marty and, you know, that was where, uh, you know, like at at that point in time, I mean, I I wanted to be a a pro quad racer and, you know, was wanted to do whatever it took to do it. And, and, you know, Duncan racing, you, you guys definitely helped, helped out and, um, were a, a big influence on, on getting me to where, where I'm at now. I remember you came up to the old shop, which is, is where we are, where I am right now in Lakeside. And I I think that, I think your parents were with you because you were either just out of high school or going into college. And, and, and that, and that's how I met you. And, and Lauren was, was taking care of you. So, um, it's, it's been a long time. I had blonde hair back then. Now it's white. <laughs> so did I back then too. <laughs> so now I just have a gray beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I remember riding to that house, went to San Diego state and actually rode my mountain bike around that area. And I, I think there was like one time I rode my bike all the way out to the your guys shop and uh, which was still at the house. And yep. I, I got out there. I'm like, shit, I, I kind of rode further than I thought I was going to. I had to turn around and ride back. Yeah, it's. It, we still have 
uh, we still use the, the machine shop here to uh-huh. machine parts. You know, my dad just turned 87 and he still does it. He's still out yeah. there working the machines, you know, um, I build stuff. Uh, generally I do side work through Duncan or I get jobs on the side where I build machines for people uh, on the side. And, and I do that here uh, because gotcha. I caretake for pops. So, you know, I take care yeah. of as much as I can. Well, and, and like when I first got into this, I can remember the white and blue uh, Duncan racing 200 X's at like Barona and Carlsbad yep. and they would run in the 250 class and beat, uh, you know, I think like Brian Fuller was riding one, if I remember correctly. And, he rode uh, one at a national. Yeah. And he would like go out and, you know, like you'd have a 200 X finish like third in the, in the 250 class. So that was always pretty cool. You know, there was uh you guys had some fast 200 X's going there for a little while in the mid eighties. At, at one of the series, they won the 250 class with that 200 and the 200 class. And I think they had an open class and they were like winning the, winning the points in that and had a, a freak thing happen. Um, so they, 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 they didn't end up winning the title. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that and that was Danny's Machine Works back then, which so. is which is the DBA to Duncan Racing. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's pretty awesome. There's there's some cool history to that that I think uh, a lot of people probably aren't privy to. So um, I got another uh, Coriolis shot here. Here's his head shot that he sent me. <laughs> so um, that's uh, Coriolis circa apparently 1990 so i told Corey he's got to bring the mullet back like when he shows up for this i want a mullet that hopefully he's still on here because i'm gonna hold him to it i won't let him in the show if he doesn't have a mullet (laughs) i don't think that his wife's going to allow that oh it doesn't matter (laughs) the way bus show is more important Corey. (laughs) that that's so funny (laughs) <laughs> I, got, I wish i could get that picture oh man <laughs> you i'll probably send it to you if you want all right all right that that's great he, he's probably not gonna uh, <laughs> uh, if you, you have, one, if I I have one i will wes what do you mean yeah you have to grow it Corey. Oh, if you have one, I will. Uh, Corey, it, my mullet would be very disappointing. I feel like at this point, it'd be like a widow's peak with like a big bald spot on the back of my head. <laughs> so, it, it actually might be a really funny looking mullet, <laughs> but, oh. but uh, I just shaved my head today. So I don't even know that I would have enough hair by uh, November 4th to really even make it look like a mullet. That's too crazy. Uh, you got something going on in Baja? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get my ass ready to leave for the Baja 400. Um, if guys didn't know, I I race for Polaris and Razors in the Score Series. So we are, we're. I think I'm in third in points. I'm like seven points back for the championship right now, and so we're in a, a tight race trying to win a score championship. So um, there's only been two other Baja 400s and I won the very first one. So we're going to see if we can go down there and go try to win this thing. And I'd like to, 
I'd like to go into the Baja 1000 with the points lead. Um, I just got a, uh, some pictures from Greg Rowe and the, there's some flooding and some other stuff going on. There's supposed to be uh, a lot of rain this weekend in, in, um, that, that hurricane is supposed to hit over the weekend. So, um, I anticipate there being a fair amount of rain on the course and uh, there's already a ton of ruts and and things like that down there. So I'm sure there's going to be some washouts and, um, you know, we'll we'll be keeping an eye on all of that when we pre-run. When is the race? The race is a week from Saturday. So it's September 17th. Okay. Um, I'll have some camera people with me. So we'll try to post updates as much as possible on at West Miller 70. So definitely make sure and, and follow me and check that out. And then score-international.com is scores website. And I believe they're kind of breaking out um, some of their live streaming for this um, with Starlink now, which is uh kind of like satellite internet they're i believe going to have more cameras in remote areas out on the race course and this is going to be kind of the test run for how they do coverage for the baja 1000 um so i'm curious to see how all of that kind of works out but with the emerging technology it's going to start making it like these desert races the coverage is going to start being a lot better i think moving forward that's that's incredible. They really need that uh, because the score events, whether it be an ATV, a, a UTV or a motorcycle, uh, you know, even with some of the truck stuff, it's it's way more exciting than people could ever imagine if they got to see some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't looked into trying to live stream a camera from in my car so people could watch us during the race. But uh yeah, it's uh, a lot more exciting when you're in the car, you're on a quad or you're on a dirt bike than than just watching it. But I mean, you know, I, I think any form of racing is like that as well. But but desert racing, it's just when, like, say, a Baja 1000, if we're out on the course for 24 hours, um, you can't imagine all the things that happen out there. And it, it's hard for them to capture that because we're covering so much ground. Yeah. When I was chasing for, for team Christie and, and doing all their stuff, it was incredible because it was totally out of my realm of comfort zone. You know, uh, you know, I came from a motocross background, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't chase desert races and, uh, yeah. Stopping for breakfast here in the middle of a race was kind of culture shock. Walker Fowler hey, just Walker. joined us. I, I just saw that. What's up Walker. Looking forward to seeing you out here. We were just uh, hyping you up on how you were saying the cross country guys are going to beat up on the ATVMX guys. I don't. I don't know if Walker's much of a bragger if he's going to say anything. <laughs> well, I, I got to stir it up for him, you know. So right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, Walker was super cool when I invited him, and uh, you know why very stoked to have him be a part of this because obviously he's one of the badasses of the sport right now. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, it, it, it's very cool to see a young man of his age, so mature and wise doing what he does. You know, he's not even 30 years old yet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I actually, 
I feel like uh, when I first heard about him was uh, from like Wayne at PEP or something. Cause I think at the time Bill Balance was still kind of dominating and, uh, and Wayne was like, Hey, this is going to be the next guy. So um, it's uh, definitely going to be cool to have him out here. I think it's going to be great. I'm so glad that the, a lot of those guys from the East are coming. Uh, you know, I know Chad, probably hasn't confirmed yet, but I'm pretty much sure. I think he's coming, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident he'll be here. We were messaging today, so, um, we're, we're working on it. It's just, you know, it, it's definitely a, a major undertaking for these guys to come from the East coast all the way out to Vegas. So I, I understand it, but, uh, you know, now they know how we feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I can remember going back to some of the nationals back when I lived in California in the like late eighties. And it was always a, a major undertaking to try to get to like Loretta's or I, I remember I went to Boyd for the TT finals one time, but, yeah. uh, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. So, but I mean, what's good is like everyone's seasons are going to be done. Uh, and you know, it's, it's really usually not too hard to twist people's arms to get them to come to Las Vegas. So I think we got a, a, a great city to host us in and, uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome event. That's awesome. Wes, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Uh, anything ATV talk can do for you as far as posting or getting any of the information out that you need us to get out. Please let us know. We will we will do anything we can to help you, and we just appreciate what you're doing so much. Yeah, no, I'm. You know, the majority of my life I've been involved in uh, ATVs and quads, so it's a, a huge part of who I am. And you know, I devoted a, a big chunk of my life to the Weibo series. So th this is going to be awesome. Um, George just, uh, got on to George Quartus has been a, a major player in the sport for quite some time. And he's actually the artist that, uh, did our poster. So, um, you know, George is a good buddy of mine and, um, be stoked to have him out here for the event too. Yeah. But, take uh, show with him. The, uh, yeah, I think really just what I would ask of everybody is the more you can hype this event. Uh, if we post stuff, please share it on your social media. Tell your friends about it. Um, you know, if you can share the the number for people to text, which is 949-799-0828. And just text wave us to that. If you can post that and tell your friends to do it, the more people that we get coming to this and the more kind of momentum we get going into the event, the better. And, you know, that's really going to help when afterwards we go to shop this documentary. And, you know, I, I think even yeah, I've been talking with Yamaha and I'm, I'm trying to get them involved in this event. If some of the manufacturers can see that, hey, there's some real interest in this sport, then, you know, who, who knows where this can go? You know, maybe maybe this ends up leading to some new models or, you know, I, I, I just think it's important that we all work together as a community and really try to blow this thing up. I totally agree with you. We have to, because uh, we don't want the sport that we love to go away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I think it's really showing people how much interest there is 
and um you know and the more we can come together as a community the better so if, if you guys can share the posts share the info about the event um then uh, you know i think that's that's going to really help so um and then if uh yeah um then uh sorry i i lost track of what i was saying there but it's uh, okay but anyways i think you know just like sharing the posters letting people know hey there's a big atv event going on and um and just building the hype for this thing excellent that's what we're going to do we're also going to publish this as one of our shows um right before the event so that everybody can can listen to this uh, as a podcast show and, okay. and hear it all again uh, right before the event. So uh, I'll let, I'll get with you on more of that. And um, actually, again, Wes, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. You know, I think just to touch on the key points of what we covered for people that uh, maybe just came on right now. Um, Basically, we're doing this event. It's November 4th and 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada. On the 4th, we're doing the Huevos Pro Invitational out at Prim in conjunction with the Work Series. It's going to be a head-to-head ATV battle. And then on Saturday, we're doing a Huevos Reunion party and concert. It's going to be in Las Vegas on East Fremont. Our host hotel is the Downtown Grand. If you tell them you're with the group Huevos Years, uh, you should be able to get a discount. Uh, if you want to get on our text messaging group, it's 949-799-0828. You just text Huevos to that. Um, you also can get information from at Huevos Years. There's a Facebook group and page as well as on Insta or at Westmiller70 on Facebook or Instagram. Those are my personal um, pages, and I've been posting a bunch of stuff there. Uh, if you have any questions that we didn't cover here, feel free to DM me. Um, and then, like I said, just keep spreading the word, man. We will definitely do that. Again, Wes, let's, let, let's make it huge, brother. Um, I will definitely be in contact with you very shortly. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org, or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. Duncan Technologies International. More than 33 years in the industry building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.